Hey guys, welcome to the podcast where I share my journey writing my first novel. I am a small business owner and entrepreneur living on the coast of Maine with my cat and my husband. My power just went out, y'all. It is 80 degrees, it is 9 a.m., and sunny and gorgeous out and extremely randomly my power just went out for no reason and immediately after that happened I got a text message from my power company saying that my power was out so here I am I have finished draft zero it's so cool to be saying that and I know I talked about that quite a bit in the previous episode, so I'm going to just gloss over. I am taking a break from writing the actual novel that I'm working on just to allow time for my mother-in-law to take a look at it, and I sent it to my mother as well. So they're both reading it, and last night my mom was like praising me on my writing, but I think she's biased. And I was like, hey, did you not re- like listen to the last episode? I don't really want positive feedback. And she's like, I'm going to tell you what I feel. <laughs> but it felt good. It felt good to like get positive feedback. And I am still hoping just to focus on like the negative stuff, even though that's tough. Just to get it done. Just to like really hone in on what needs to change. So the past couple mornings, I have been working on my series of books, which is a follow-up to the book that I'm working on currently. Ideally, I would like it to be six books. Um, I just did a little bit of research on, on series, book series this morning. I didn't get any plotting done because... I'm stuck and I'm trying to figure it out. So I plotted out my first book in this series and I was really happy with it. I was really excited. I really used some inspiration from Black Sails and like some of the shows that I've just been watching. Um, Black Sails is a, a pirate show on Hulu that I've been enjoying with my husband. It's got a lot of like... It's got a lot to it. There's a lot of plot and there's a lot going on. But what has inspired me the most are the character dynamics between different pirates in this series. So I'm using that, like those plot points as inspiration and just in general using those sorts of shows and situations and reading up on Harry Potter and reading up on just serious plot points for inspiration on this. Now I'm stuck, like I mentioned, on this outlining, so I actually haven't really done much in the past couple days, which is fine because I am enjoying my mornings. I've been staying up a little too late at night, unfortunately, so my mornings are kind of trashed, but... I'm trying to just teach myself more about how to write a good series because the way that I've approached the book that I'm currently working on is just as a standalone book. It's not 
The way that I'm ending it might actually be open to other books, but I'm not planning on that unless unless I have like an editor or a publisher or somebody like tell me you have to do a second book on this. Like what I really want to do is start this other series. So while I'm waiting and while I'm just hanging out, um, taking a break from my book, my first book, my first novel, not book one, but just a standalone first book of mine, I am diving into this other exciting project and I feel, I feel excited. And I've been saying how I've lost my creativity and it could just be, I've mentioned that it could have been a number of things. It could have been that I don't have enough brain space in the mornings to really spend time to think on my book and creatively outline it. But the other theory was that it's already outlined. I already have a path for where it's going and I just wanted to get it done. So I was losing that creativity and I didn't really have the mental headspace to try to change anything or, you know, modify this, this part of the book. And I just, I just need help on that book. And because I didn't outline it before starting to write it, I know for a fact there's going to be issues with it. So I lost my creativity, but I found it again. And I've also mentioned this before, but I love world building. It's one of my most favorite things to do. Like it's so fun just to like think up whatever you want and imagine a world that is just like so magical and beyond reality that it's just for me it's just like really fun it's it's it renews my creativity it gives me more of a passion for the writing craft it gives me excitement and so yeah, that's where I'm at. And it's it's really fun to be in this part of this journey. And I know soon I'm going to be diving into the revision process with my first book. But for now, I'm just really enjoying taking a break and diving into a new project. And this is part of the writing journey. Writing a writing career is not just you writing a book, not just you working on one single book. You've got to have your hands in multiple pots, so to speak. You've got to be ready to, if you're stuck on one novel, you can hop on over to the next one that you're working on. Or if you're stuck on writing, or if you don't feel like you have great words or sentences in you at the moment, you can just do plotting. You can just plot another book. Like whatever you want to do, you can do it. And that is both the thing I hate the most about writing and the thing that I love the most about writing because there is no one way to do it. And I love that and I hate it because I want a formula at the same time. I want to know that I'm doing it right. And I think the only way to know for sure is using something like the story grid where it's got like, it, it gives you a map of how to map out a novel, but that's one way of doing it. And then maybe the only other way I can think of is just having your peers take a look at it, take a look at your 
your writing or take a look at your outlines and creatively think about what that outline would do to them like as they're reading it. So because my power is out and I have no other choice but to kill my phone, which is my only hope of internet, sadly, um, I probably shouldn't be using my phone right now. But because my internet is down, my power is down, here I am not wanting to waste battery on my computer, which has no internet, by the way. And I'm trying to think of ways to get unstuck in this outlining process for my book, for my book series. And so far, I've got a solid first book, and I want six books total to be outlined. The way that I'm approaching this series is that it's going to be, I think it's called a dynamic um, book series, a dynamic plot, where there's going to be one overarching theme and plot point that's driving everything forward. And the connecting books in between, I just, I don't know how similar they need to be because, so these, these people are living underwater. They are entire societies, entire tribes, different ways of living. Very cool. Like I'm super excited to be growing these different types of tribes in the way that they each live. It's super exciting. But it starts out with this character who is genderless. And this is the main character. It's going to be first person point of view. And they are the only one of their kind. The rest of their kind has been abolished by the rest of the the societies you know there was a war against them and they don't know that they are this they're called Kuret C-U-R-E-T the Kuret tribe was evil animalistic just like this crazed primal species that preyed on other tribes now this main character doesn't know it but they are the only current or are they maybe there's other current we don't know but this character slowly finds out that they are current in the beginning of the first book and they go on a journey to find other current to kind of learn more about themselves now this journey takes a turn and they're following this, you know, this path of destruction that's going on in their worlds, not realizing that it's not current. They're following it, hoping that it's current, but it's not. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay, so there's that. And I guess I'll tell you all because these beings can only be one of two things, either aliens or humans. And I love a good alien book, I guess, like mostly uh, maybe Star Trek, but I don't write aliens. I don't think I ever will. I write water stuff like water is my jam. So they're humans. So they at the end of the book, near the end of the book, they find out that they're humans. And there is a motivating factor behind these humans attacking the cities. Okay, maybe it's like 
something where they think that they're they're evil demons or you know something like that where these humans are underdeveloped and they're just attacking ruthlessly against these superior beings and so there are these wars these battles breaking out and it ends with a battle and that's um there are some relationships that i've built into the plot that i'm really excited about and I think that's going to be what drives the readers into this series are the relationships. Just if I enjoy relationships in books and series so much, I have to have strong relationships. And I'm learning from what I'm watching in shows and what I'm reading about what makes a good, dynamic, strong character and relationship. So when plot points start to get complicated, I start to just close up. I start to get lost. I start to feel like there are too many scenarios. Just like what I was saying, there are, this is what I love and hate about writing because there's no one way to do it, but also at the same time, are you doing it the right way? Is the question that's always in my mind. This is always going to be a question for me. So I'm trying to I'm I'm basically trying to curate an entire civilization, an entire plot point that I've never thought about before because I've only really outlined the aquatic beings and their tribes and their way of living, and that's really the focus of the series. But now I'm realizing that I have to give the humans more motivation, more of a driving force, and that could be literally anything. Like, this is year 7,000. What is life like in year 7,000? Obviously, all of the, you know, old world buildings, they're gone. Humans have devolved. We are primal beings. We're smart still, like we've advanced, but only so much. We've really devolved. And there is going to be In the second book, there's going to be this sort of love interest that's happening between the main character and their their captor, their human captor. And that's the beginning of book two. And that's as far as I can get. And on one hand, part of me thinks, okay, I I looked it up this morning. J.K. Rowling spent five years on outlining her book series before she started writing. Five years. That's not even one year. Five. Like, yeah, she had several jobs and kids, I think. So there's that. But I'm like, first of all, how does it take five years to outline seven books? That's a long time. Like, and was she just doing it on her own? Like, I I probably focus too much on J.K. Rowling's journey. I need to focus on my own journey. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, yeah, it took five years because this is hard stuff. Of course it took five years. Like, why why did it take longer? And how long did it take to write her next, like her first book? Was it a year? Again, I'm focusing too much on her, but still, it just... It puts things into perspective for me. I think that's what it is, especially with somebody with 
ambitious goals. Like we all have ambitious goals for our books. We all want to be that. We all want to make millions off of an empire that they've built just based around their storytelling. Of course we want that. So of course, many of us, probably many of us, compare ourselves to J.K. Rowling. Um, That's why there are so many articles and so many interviews with her about her writing journey. So yes, I need to stop comparing my own journey to J.K. Rowling's. And yes, she's amazing. (laughs) She did a really amazing job. She's a billionaire, probably. I don't know how what her net worth is. I don't care. Um, honestly, I don't... I'm not in it for... Like, everything that's going on right now... Like, billionaires should not exist, by the way. Yes, you can have money. Yes, you can have, like, quote-unquote fame and material wealth. You can have all that. You can have that without being a freaking billionaire. I don't want to be rich and famous. I just want to pay off my damn house. I just want to... I just want to have a great house and not have debt. That's really all I need. And then, like, living is going to be super, super easy. And then all of my expenses will be next to nothing. And so then I could start spending more time on vacations. (laughs) You know? Like, that's really... That's really my only goal in life. I I don't care for being a billionaire that shouldn't exist that um I know I'm going on a bird walk but there's this meme that says something about like once you become like once you reach 900 uh 9 I don't even know the number like in in word terms but like the three nines just before becoming a billionaire whatever you get a sticker and congratulations, you get a medal for becoming, like, you you won capitalism, you won, and then the rest of your money goes into society, like, anything after that goes into society, you don't need more money than that, like, seriously, and the wealth gap is just becoming greater and greater and greater, and we're all just, like, struggling down here, I could go on about that, but I'm not, I'm not going to, Anyways, what I was getting at is I don't think it's going to take me five years to outline these books. I think within the time that I finish my first novel, I might have several books outlined. I might, it might be rough. It might not be the final outline. It might not be like what it's going to look like, but I definitely can't see myself spending more than a year on outlining Had to wave at the neighbors, as usual. At least, I hope it doesn't take me more than a year. That would be, that would be awful. And I love writing, and it's, it, it takes everything for me not to write on these books, because I'm excited about them, and I'm actually writing some pieces of first opening scenes, like just pieces of it, and saving those for later. I've never, I've never done this before. I've never been in this sort of, this place, in this, this writing career. And it's so interesting, it's so interesting to just be here after having, I I just can't emphasize enough, like, how amazed I am by 
the shift. And I've, I just said this in the last episode, I'm just amazed at the shift between me wanting to write a book and then me devoting myself to writing. It's an amazing shift. And once you make that shift and once you understand the inner workings of writing and constructing a novel, I think that will like make such a difference in your life if you're not already there. And to get there, all you have to do is educate yourself. Read all of the articles until you understand, until it clicks. If any of you have learned how to drive a stick shift or even just learning how to drive at all, but especially a stick shift actually, because for a long time I struggled with the stick shift. It didn't make sense to me. I didn't understand it and I couldn't, I couldn't do it until I fully understood it. And until that moment, I would keep stalling at red lights. I would keep stalling at the stop signs. But once that shift happened, once I understood, oh, this is, you know, this is the magic between like the, the gas and the letting off the clutch and all of that. That's exactly what it's supposed to feel like. This is how it works. Then you can understand it and then you can master it. So until you find that click in your head, like even after that happened, even after that moment for me, writing is still a bit of a mystery, obviously, because I'm still here. I'm still ranting about it. I'm still stuck. I'm still worried that my construction of my novel will fall short. I still worry that it's not going to be good enough. But I made that shift. I made that click. And I'm just, I'm so happy to be here. And I've been able to start back up with my work and I've been able to keep the writing journey in my life. And that is pretty powerful as well. Like, yeah, I don't have kids. So that probably helps a lot to not have kids. I'm sorry if you have kids, like maybe that's why it it took uh, J.K. Rowling five years. I understand that. I mean, I really don't because I don't have kids and I don't, I can't fully understand until I do, but I get it that, that things are going to be different for everyone, but nothing's going to get done until you make that shift. And yeah, so I'm just updating you on how it's going with my, my book series. And I hope you are intrigued by what I'm trying to come up with here. Um, I am definitely intrigued and excited and hopeful that I can pull off my first book and then these other books. And I just continue to educate myself. Like just this morning, I was only spending time on reading about other series and reading about just reading articles about how to write a book series. I think that'll be it for now. I'm maybe 45 minutes out from supposedly having power restored. It still is like sunny as heck and it doesn't make any sense. I think they did it on purpose to like fix something or whatever. It's annoying because there was a storm last night. Anyways, um, please subscribe to my book updates list on in the it's linked in the episode description and the podcast description. I would really, really, really appreciate it. And I'll talk to you next time.